What's going on, fellas? Rob Carbone. You're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. Let's go. so bad like it's at a point where I wish I watched other winter sports like I wish I was a huge NFL fan I'm not I wish I was a big NHL guy I'm not I'm a goddamn NBA fan no no, I'm a Knicks fan I'm a Knicks fan and I have to deal with this every year the incompetence the ineptitude just the miserable miserable TV I have to watch every other night 82 games at least 48 minutes of it so what that's like almost 4,000 minutes of of putrid pathetic disgusting basketball I have to watch every single year I don't want to recap these games (laughs) but I do I do because I'm a Knicks fan. Because I'm a fan of them. It's just part of me. Oh my god. And I have to. I can't let up. I can't leave. I can't leave. That's not a fan. And I have to sit here. Discuss it now. On BD4. What's going on guys? Rob Carbone. BD for episode 47. Yeah, but same old shit. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to try to extend this. I'm, I'm going to try to make this one quick. I want to go to bed and I want to stuff my face tomorrow. Um, like the fat Italian piece of shit I am. Listen, it's bad, right? Sunday night, last Sunday, the Knicks went out and got obliterated by the Nets um, you know, couldn't defend the pick and roll because of that. They gave up so many three point shots because of that. They got obliterated on the interior, especially by Spencer Dinwiddie, just getting to the line, weaving in and out turnovers, missed free throws, <laughs> just same old shit, right? Knicks missed some clutch shots down the stretch. I think Frank Nielakina missed the three pointer in the corner of that game. A couple of big threes to get them back in it, but they couldn't execute in the very end. Same old shit tonight. Oh my god. In Toronto. By the way, I don't remember the last time the Knicks won in Toronto. And I'm serious. It's gotta be I'm thinking six years ago. I don't even know. When they were you know, when they were I don't know. You know, when they were playing, you know, with that fifty four win season. Maybe that was when. But yeah, it's been forever. And nothing changed tonight. It was a game of runs in the first for the first quarter. I for the first 
for a good chunk of the first half, it was a game of runs, but no, no, it, it wasn't that forever. It was just one gigantic Raptors run for the majority of it. Nick started one for seven, then they got hot, went on a 17-2 run, but, you know, so Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle scoring in the first quarter was what really propelled them. Randle scored 11 of his 19 in that first. Mitchell Robinson was crashing the glass, got four four rebounds, and he got to the free throw line four times, hit three of them. Knicks in the first quarter scored, they hit five three-pointers and were six of seven at the stripe. So good, good ending to the first quarter, going on a 17-4 run if you count, you know, that last bucket by Toronto in the end. And they entered the second up 29-21. But, you know, a little back and forth play for a little bit. But then, you know, Toronto just put their foot on the pedal. And the Knicks, lackadaisical, allows the effort. You know, Julius Randle, once again, just gave no effort defensively. Um, His off-ball defense continues to be nightmarish. But open three-pointers, offensive rebounds that the Knicks could not capitalize. The Toronto Raptors got a lot of offensive rebounds and. They capitalized with it by points in the paint, easy points in transition, and open three-pointers. Uh, Pascal Siakam just destroyed the Knicks. He was key on that 22-2 run the Raptors went on in the second quarter, and he ended up with 31 points, hitting five of eight three-pointers. Second half pretty much was just one gigantic half of garbage time, really. Um, the three-pointers... It just continued to go in. The Raptors are 21 out of 41 tonight from three-point distance. 21 out of 41. Just sucked. Listen, this team... Listen, you're not going to win many games when you're, you know, rebuilding, quote-unquote. But you've got to put in effort. You can't come out with energy one night and then come out with nothing the next. That can't happen. Not when you're a rebuilding team. When you're trying to improve. When you're trying to get better. When you're trying to not look like a joke that you've been for the last 50 friggin' years. You've got to at least give effort every night. But they don't. It's the shit. It's the same shit. Lack of energy. No adjustments. Sloppy fundamentals. And poor coaching. How many times do I have to watch Julius Randle dribble the ball for about 15 seconds of the 24-second shot clock. He missed Frank Nielakina tonight wide open. He missed R.J. Barrett wide open. How many times do I have to watch David Fizdale draw up isos for the two iso heads in the starting lineup? And this guy's out here, you know, preaching, oh, we gotta, you know, push to the tempo more. We have to play at a faster pace. Well, then why do you still have these two in the starting lineup? Better yet, why are they giving, why are they playing 35-40 minutes every night? You want to push the pace? You want to play more 2020 basketball? Then stop playing two isolation heads. Really? Then then, then hold them accountable. Kevin Knox again played, what, eight, eight deserving minutes because he was pathetic again? I like that you're coaching Knox, but you have to do it for everybody else too. Do that for Randall when he, when he goes against the offense. Why aren't you coaching every player? Why aren't you holding everybody accountable? Why do you pick favorites like you did last year? Such a weird, odd coach we have. It's in again his defensive philosophy, the scheme, the defensive scheme that the Knicks have. 
you know, see, it's just this one dimensional scheme, protect this area, don't protect that area. It's all the, all the focus is on one area and usually their focus is on the paint, but tonight the Knicks, you know, they got destroyed in the paint. There's no scheme defensively. It was just one consistent scheme. And offensively, it's a free-for-all half the time. When the ball moves for, you know, periods of time, it doesn't stay like that. It's time for a change. You know what? It's time to, to take somebody out of that starting lineup and stop. If you're going to give Iggy some minutes, can you give him some meaning, meaningful minutes now? Maybe put him into... I don't know if you're going to say put him in the starting lineup. Maybe you should just play him off the bench consistently. Make him a regular... Give Iggy some run. I don't know. Do something different because this obviously isn't working. Can you place? Can you replace one of Morris and Randall in the starting lineup? Maybe that's gonna help because those two together. How long is it gonna take Fisdale to realize those two cannot play basketball together successfully? So many things wrong with this team. Oh, I've never seen a worse perimeter defending team than the Knicks. I've never seen a team this bad come out with inconsistent efforts this much. You know, it's yes, the front office is piss poor, but you know what? The coaching has not helped it either. I don't know what else to say, guys. I don't know what else to say. The Knicks are 4-14 and 14 through 18 games. That's 22% basketball after a season in which they played 21% basketball. Oh, look! They've improved! <laughs> yeah, bullshit. I just want to see improvement. We've seen regression, folks. Seriously, we've seen regression. You're supposed to see improvement. But we haven't seen that this year. We were going the wrong way. We knew it wasn't going to be wholeheartedly about wins this year, but we want to see, you know, signs of an improving team, signs of positivity to keep me, you know, hopeful, to keep us all hopeful in New York and Manhattan. Like, we want to see something positive, but we've seen regression. We have seen no improvements as a unit. They are still playing as individuals. That cute little four-game stretch the Knicks had where they were 2-2 two and two and played basketball you know, competently for four games in a row, that didn't last. I was stupid enough to take that as a positive at the time. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm desperate and I'm trying to live in some delusional fantasy. But it's got to change, guys. It needs to change. Philadelphia up next. Boston after that. Both games are at home. Does that matter? No. We're going to lose both. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm sick. Happy Thanksgiving. Ciao.